Are you looking to franchise, start a new business, begin an exit strategy, sell your company, plan your succession, retire, write a book, become a speaker, create a course? Then stay tuned for what's next. My guest on today's episode of What's Next is Jabez. Did I get that right, Jabez? Yes, 100%. Okay. All right. Um, he possesses great leadership qualities, as his LinkedIn profile says, and he's a people person, capable of be being a helping hand and building businesses from scratch. Building businesses is all about empowering those you work with and giving them that sense of responsibility, he says. The satisfaction he gets from working in different dimensions is going through the process of taking projects and being able to learn and grow himself. Um, here's the thing I like about him. He says, I'm grateful that I have two hands, two legs, and a working brain with a beating heart, eyes to see, ears to hear, and a mouth to speak. That's all one can really ask for, to go out into the world in order to empower those around me and help build the people who build businesses, companies, and countries. So now, what you're getting into, what he is getting into, is with his overall experience, he's helping startups grow. He's always believed in building and growing businesses by empowering people. Welcome to the podcast, Jabez. Thank you, Scott. Thank you for having me. And it's been wonderful speaking to you as well. Uh, I've heard, like, probably heard great things about you as well and seen great things of what, whatever you have done. And I look forward to learning from you as well. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Let's get right into this. Uh, Where did you grow up? What did you want to be when you were a kid? Right. So uh, where I grew up, um, I grew up in um, in Mozambique um, and I was there for the initial 20 years of my life. Um, so that was a big step, right? Um, me traveling around and being actually surrounded by international students and uh, actually seeing different mindset, different perspectives at a young age itself. Um, that's what got me to always try to understand people first, right? Um, everyone was different. Everyone was different in their own way. Uh, I mean, of course, people had, everyone had flaws and uh, no one's perfect, but how do we deal with situations and how do we interact with people to understand them in a better way? Mm -hmm. um, oftentimes, some, like oftentimes what I said would not be taken the right way. Um, and I would try to, I would try to break it down in my mind and try to understand why was it, why, why did it take it that way? Um, and, and I actually zone in, I don't get worked up about, about it, uh, because I know that, um, I had good intentions from my side. Um, so I actually try to convince them or speak to them and try to understand where they're coming from. Right. Um, right. and when I grew up outside, outside my natural self, like I was born in India, but I, I traveled around and I was taken abroad and so on. Um, because of my parents. Um, and that was an exposure that I really liked. Um, I could see different perspectives and understand different people as well. Right. So in your own words, I, I kind of mm -hmm. alluded to it in my introduction, in your own words, what are you, what's the essence of what you're doing right now? Right. Um, currently what I do is, uh, I'm looking to work with businesses and I take forward projects where I'm, I'm able to uh, understand the fundamentals of that particular business and actually research and learn about their business 
whatever company it is that I go into um, and try to set them up from bottom up, right? Uh, everyone's always looking at ways to set up businesses from top down um, in terms of targets, in terms of structuring, in terms of uh, how many employees we want and so on. But no one's actually understanding what's the what's the the core principle what's what's the core thing that runs that business it's your it's your face of what's the face of your business and your face of your business is no one than your salespeople, right so uh more often than not your salespeople are not happy uh and that's that's always been the case but that's the barrier that i want to break Okay. So you haven't always been doing this. What was the trigger to jump into this sort of work? Right. So uh, if you if you look at early on in my career, um, I myself uh, have have been in sales and marketing, and I've done the uh, the. I've done most of the work, or if not everything that that pertains to sales and marketing, lead gen, uh, to actually picking up the phone and dialing um, 100, 200, 300 calls a day, uh, to ensuring that I get uh, appointments and I'm able to go and meet them and actually close the sales, close the leads. Um, so where I figured that I, I, I did not have someone to look up to, or I did not have someone to actually guide me through a process, right? Uh, and take me through the step-by-steps or actually take me through what exactly is required for you to build your career, right? Um, oftentimes, a lot of people can give you advices within that company for that company and for you to grow within that organization, but that's not enough. When you're working for one organization, you're looking to grow and you're looking to actually pro- probably maybe five years, 10 years down the line, maybe even start your own business, right? But if you're so focused within that company and within the mindset of that organization, you're losing it because you're literally building a bubble and you've stayed inside that bubble, mm-hmm. right? Um, so when I, I had great parents growing up, showing me what to do, how to do things and how to lead, how to become a leader and so on, because my dad was in that field. But at the same time, when I stepped out of my comfort zone, which is my home, I didn't actually have someone to support or guide me. And it started clicking to me once I started performing well in terms of my work. And then once I became a manager, I saw that anyone who came from training and anyone who came from the initial phases of, of the recruitment process still didn't have a, a vision and a mission for themselves or a goal set for themselves. So that's when I started digging deep and started helping them, setting goals for them, setting goals for their career and then within the company and then also looking at opportunities where they can bloom and where they can grow. That's uh, so you found sounds like you found some satisfaction in that. It started out right. with a, a need you personally had. Uh, right. And then you began to look at others having that same need. And now here you are. Right. Right. What's what's the best thing about what you're doing now? Um, so I say this, this is the same reason why I got into sales. Right. Uh, I got into sales and marketing because I wanted to get in. I studied, I was a mechanic like 
by degree, I'm a mechanical engineer, but I got into sales because uh, I understood the process and the fundamentals, because when you study mechanical engineering, there's design process, there's manufacturing process, everything is process oriented. So that process, I took those processes, which I learned, and I put it into like literally applying it in my daily life into my sales uh, skill set and started blooming from that, right? Now, why I got into sales um, was basically because I could reach out to a lot of people who I did not know. I'm meeting them for the first time, right? I'm meeting them. I have never seen them in my life. I've had probably one or two phone calls with them, right? And that's the same thing that keeps me going on till date. Now, why I do this and why I empower people and why I empower people to build businesses is not because I know everyone in that hierarchy or I know everyone in that business. I Most of the time, I don't know anyone. I go into that company as an unknown factor. I go in and I actually try to train, develop, make them reimagine how they can actually look at their work style and lifestyle um, and then train them to actually look at it in a way where they can grow themselves. So it's meeting new people. That's always meeting new people and providing them value on a daily basis. That's always been working out for me. And, and so that comes naturally because that's what you love. That's what feeds your, uh, you are becoming the fullest expression of your unique design uh, in right. doing that. So uh, you discovered that and you took what you, what training you received and you parlayed it into what you're doing now with people and you're finding the joy of that. For the person who is, they've got the idea of doing something mm -hmm. similar, maybe not exactly what you're doing, but doing something different like you're doing. Right. What advice would you give them? Uh, it's life is pretty simple when you look at it and break it down as a journey, right? Um, so if, if, if I take my life, for example, and if I break it down as a journey, every step or every failure, I look at it as a learning curve, right? Um, every up and every down is always a learning curve. You don't take your, you don't, don't take your highs as something that you've done great and like literally bring an ego into yourself saying that I'm the greatest but actually look at your highs as a learning curve and take be receptive to all the learnings that you can take. And at the same time, when you go, when you go to your lows, don't get bogged down and just say, okay, I'm done. Right. Don't quit. Take a learning out of it, come back up and actually empower yourself to, to get back up and, and do better. Right. So that's what I would say. And anyone doing something similar to what I'm doing, I'd always tell them to, to go and focus on something that they're very passionate about. And having passion is, is nothing but also having the grit to, to do that on a daily basis, on a regular basis, to be repetitive, right? I, I've probably had like a couple of podcasts where I've repeated the same thing again and again. Why is that? Because I'm so passionate about what I said. I that's what triggered me and that's those are the emotions that are connected to me and even if you repeat yourself every time you repeat yourself think of it as you bring even if you go and take one soul that actually is receptive to what you've or what you've repeated you've done your job right so it's a learning curve and you and you jot down your points whatever you've learned in your past um it's it's basically like 
for me, this is like my journal. Okay, your living journal. Exactly. Right? And, and it's almost, you know, when you were talking about the highs and the lows, what was going through my mind was it's a university with two class, classrooms. One is right. the highs, one is the lows. They're, they both have their own curriculum and they're mm -hmm. both learning lessons. And if you take right. all that, then you get a degree in this university of highs and lows. Right. Fantastic. Right. You have been an inspiration to me. This has been a, a very enlightening conversation. And I, and I trust that those who are listening um, will have a new perspective on the hope that they have of making a transition to what's next. And uh, right. Jabez, thank you so much for taking this time to share with me. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for having me. This has been another episode of What's Next, the podcast for powerful people who have an eye on the horizon. It's a podcast about real people making significant moves in their lives. My name is Scott Kokenauer. I'm so glad that you've taken time out to tune in. I'll see you on the next valuable interview.